are listening to How We Met. Welcome back to another episode of How We Manage. Uh, I'm joined on this episode by PJ McIntyre. What's up, man? How you doing? Good, good. Great to be on the podcast. You know, it's my first ever podcast, and uh, excited to do it. Do this one with you, man. Happy to have you on here. Uh, we just were matched up in fantasy football, so we got a matchup to to talk about. Um, it didn't go too favorably for me, so we can get into some of those details there. Uh, we'll just kind of catch up a little bit um, before we hop in. I want to shout out the Instagram account for this uh, podcast. So it's at how we manage with those underscores and to give that a follow, tell your friends about it. And let's, let's get into it, man here. So before we get into our matchup and talk about the nitty gritty of fantasy football and all that stuff, I want to give you a chance to talk about like who you are, man. So uh, we go way back a little introduction to us, uh, middle school, like sixth grade, maybe even. Yep. I don't really know when we became like, close friends, but around then, right? Yeah, yeah. It seems like it's been too many years to count at this point. Yeah, I mean, middle school at this point. Um, so we've been friends for a long time. We've been in this league for as long as I can remember, too, man. Like, I think like what I was talking about with Weber last week, that he's been kind of in the league since the inception of it. We kind of like had a couple of expansions, and we've been doing it like since high school kind of off and on. Um, and I think you've been in it for the entirety, right? Uh, no, I actually realized I didn't know you guys had it going on in high school. I think I joined freshman year of college. So been in it for a while, maybe kind of once the league got locked down and, you know, we've had the same people recurring, but I guess I wasn't actually in it from the start. That <laughs> I'm actually like figuring this out. Like as we speak, <laughs> like, I don't really know. Um, it's all, it's all been on NFL fantasy, um, so they do have like history tabs you can go to, but remember there was that one year where, um, since we've been doing the Pong tournament to determine our draft order, um, we've like had a draft order before that it was just randomized. And there was that one year, like two or three years back where, um, I didn't enter in our order correctly and it was too late to just reset it. So I just had to delete the league <laughs> and then create a new league and have us all join that one. Um, so that deleted our league history too, actually. So I don't know. I don't know when the uh, the the true origin of this of this was. So maybe through just talking like this, I'll, I'll figure it out that way. But maybe freshman year of college seems right. Yeah, I was gonna say you keep doing these uh, episodes. Eventually, you'll get the whole oral history. You know, you'll know everything that happened again. Yeah, well, do you want to do you want to explain a little bit about like who, um, like what type of sports you you like play or follow or teams you like stuff like that? Yeah, so uh, I went to Boston College um, and moved up to Boston for a couple years after school as well. Uh, still follow the Boston College sports, especially basketball and football, and then actually women's lacrosse because got to shout them out for national championship appearances in a row. Probably <laughs> the best team in the country. Uh, football and basketball, on the other hand. Been a little rough for a few years. Uh, I went to the first BC game for football this year and disappointing loss to Rutgers. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, but outside of that, for pro sports, uh, I'm a Ravens fan, which I know is big in your household. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, kind of following the Yankees, especially being here in New York. Um, exciting stuff going on with Aaron Judge. I know you talked about that with Weber a little bit last week. Uh, I'm actually going to a game coming up soon, so hopefully Ooh. be there and I'll hit one. Yeah, he could be hitting his 60th as we speak right now. I know, yeah. 
hopefully he's on pace to uh, possibly break the record or tie it while I'm there. That'd yeah, cool. that, that would be a crazy thing to be there for. I mean, if you're, you know, you're in New York, like like you said there, so you're not going to come around to be a Giants fan anytime soon? I got a lot of friends that are Giants fans, and uh, um, I don't think so. Okay. I think I'm going to let that one go. You can hop on the bandwagon at any point. Don't get too excited. Two wins. Just waiting for it to all come crashing down. Fair enough, man. Uh, Anything else you want to say about yourself before we hop into our uh, fantasy stuff? No, let's just get into it. I I had a big week, so I'm ready to talk about it. Okay, so like I did last week, um, there was uh, the the little matchup recap that NFL Fantasy throws out there about um the the re- the recap of the matchup here so i'll just read this for the people i've hinted that you 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 won you you beat me pretty handily so i'll just let this do the talking and then we'll get into the details of it here so um again i'm, I'm my team is space force and pj mcintyre is mac attack so here we go mac attack trashed space force 145 to 97 while putting up the second highest score of the week which shout out my mom you got that. This was a solid route, with the 48-point margin being the third highest recorded in this league's in the league this season, which I'll say, you know, it's been two weeks, but still. <laughs> Justin Herbert led Space Force with 23 points, while Corey Davis brought in 15 uh, points. Mac Attack shifts into fourth place, and Space Force winds up in second place. What does that even mean? Fourth place into second place? Oh, uh, that's no, that's over on the league, right? Yeah, yeah. Fourth place, you're in second. Okay, so I'm st- so I'll let it be. I'm still ahead of you in the league standings. Um, even after this uh, crashing in the in the route that you you did at me here. So, okay, so the, that that was a summary of it. There, uh, any time that Corey Davis is brought up as <laughs> one of my best players, it means it's probably not the best week for me. They didn't even mention a lot of your good players because you had a few there. Um, I'll start by talking about kind of what went wrong for me here. It has been unfortunate. I had some injuries. Uh, Michael Pittman was was one of my like staples that I was hoping to lean on this season, and he missed this game, so I had to go to the bench for that. Uh, I also have Chris Godwin who was out, but he was kind of more expected to be out. Godwin or uh, Pittman got injured like in tra- uh, practice this past week, so that kind of sucked. Um, but overall, just like all my good players didn't do too well. I mean, Saquon was kind of disappointed. Like all my players got like seven. <laughs> like just Jefferson got seven. Thielen got seven. Uh, your Boston College man, AJ Dillon, uh, got me seven. <laughs> so not not the best week. Uh, underperforming and having to go to the waiver, or uh, I guess it was the waiver for for players is not the best ever, but. It happened. Uh, do you, do you want to take away with uh, with what went well for you, man? Yeah, I mean, a couple guys on my team, or you know, people on my team did super well. Got to say, first overall was the Bucks defense, just absolutely tearing it up. Great game against Sucks. New Orleans. I mean, what did they have here? I'm looking at the stats: a touchdown, six sacks, three picks, three forced fumbles, and recovered two of them. That's you can't really expect to get 26 from a defense, but you gotta love when it happens. The only saving grace about that is uh, I was watching that game um, and I didn't know that you had them. Um, so it made it feel a little bit better in real time. Like if I, if I was watching a game and I'm like, you have the Bucks defense and I see a pick six, I'm like, 
shit. <laughs> but at least I watched it. I was like, whoa, crazy. And then later on, I was like, shit. <laughs> ah, I got you later. So there, there was that. I mean, dude, Amon Ross St. Brown. What a beast. This guy I, is lighting it up. You know, I, when I picked him this year, I forget what round I got him in. I want to say he was probably the third receiver I picked. Um, I didn't know what to expect. I, I was a little hesitant. Just, you know, don't think the Lions are the best team. Don't think Jared Goff's the best quarterback. Um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what here. to expect, but, but hey, uh, you know, got to be happy. And he's been strong so far in both games. Um, seeing that he's the number three overall receiver right now in our league. Um, and anytime you get kind of a surprise like that, got to hold on to it. Got to be happy about it. Yeah. So, so like, like the, the recap was saying, you dropped 145 and a half PPR scoring, which is a lot, like second highest in the league. It's, it's overall like a lot too. Um, and you had a zero, basically. You had a, what, what did you get? Point one. So <laughs> you played one. Darnell Mooney and you still scored a, like 140 something points. So crazy. Well, what was the thought process there of Mooney over, uh, cause, cause there was a, there was a decision too. Like there was this CD Lamb, like you drafted him as your best receiver and you benched him in week two yeah i mean to be honest i just was ready to not play cd this week i i didn't know what to expect with dak being out and he was pretty disappointing with dak in the first game granted that was against my bucks defense so <laughs> i know they're solid defense um so yeah he was kind of just i figured i was gonna give him the week off what really surprised me though on the bench was drake london kind of out of nowhere for 20 points Definitely looks, regret that one. He Probably looks did. good. Yeah, I didn't see that game, but again, I kind of figured they're playing the Rams. They got Jalen Ramsey back there. I didn't know if he was going to cover him. I guess I was thinking, like, really matchup wise, what was the best? Uh, and I kind of figured the Bears weren't playing in a monsoon this time. So <laughs> maybe they'll actually pass the ball. Then I watched the game. They went a full drive down the field and didn't pass it once. So what are you going to do? Yeah, he, I mean, Justin Fields had like 11 pass attempts that game. He has had 28 pass attempts through two games. I was like listening to it to a, um, or it's all on Twitter. I listened to it somewhere that through two games, Joe Flacco has thrown the ball like 102 times. And Justin Fields has thrown it 28. <laughs> wow. Okay. So that's a crazy stat. Yeah. So it just, it sucks for Darnell Mooney. Like, I mean, it makes sense. Like Darnell Mooney's a great player that you think if he gets that work, but that does, it's crazy. I mean, it, it took, um, I think a lot to, to pull, to see, pull CD out for that. Um, but it didn't, didn't come back to bite you. You had a great performance. Otherwise you would have scored, you would have outscored my mom <laughs> if you would have played one of them over Darnell Mooney. Yeah, and I think that's really the tough thing about the early weeks of fantasy. Everyone's still kind of figuring out their role in the team. You don't know if anything's consistent. Like, you look at week one stats and you try to get a read off of that, but you never really know. Mm -hmm. One of the other things I noted here that I, I wanted to, to hear you, uh, the thought process was for uh, Miles Sanders over Zeke. So Zeke was also, uh, you know, a high draft pick for you. He probably was like a fourth or maybe even a fifth rounder in our league. Um, so definitely ahead of Miles Sanders, but you – played him in the second week over over Zeke. So what were you like thinking about there? Again, I I just kind of thought Cowboys really let me down in that first game. Zeke didn't have very many points. And Miles Sanders had a good week last week. Um, when I kind of looked back at the stats and was thinking about this week, I just had seen Miles Sanders' stats. He actually got close to 100 rushing yards. It wasn't just, you know, you got a lucky touchdown here. 
So I figured those points were kind of for real. Um, and the Eagles offense overall seemed pretty explosive. So I thought, hey, we'll give them a chance this week. Um, and that decision actually turned out right. Yeah. That, that ended up being the right play there. What, what do you think about Zeke like moving forward here? Because it's kind of a tough one. I mean, any part of that Cowboys offense is is worse without Dak. Um, like C- CD was able to have like you no know, uh, like a fine game last week, but uh, for like Zeke specifically, because like Tony Pollard had a touchdown last week, he like kind of looks kind of good. I'm partially asking this because I'm considering getting Zeke in another league, and I, I don't know. <laughs> Like, okay. uh, like what, what's this, uh, what's the rest of season looking like? He like, he's used a lot and that could just be a volume thing for it, but I don't know. How are you feeling as a Zeke owner moving forward with your options being either Zeke or Miles Sanders for the most part? I think I'm not feeling great about him. I don't want to down talk him, you know, just in case, you know, I got to worry about that trade value later on. <laughs> but I would say... Uh, I promise I will not trade for him in our league. <laughs> I, I don't... Uh, I got to say, I think while Dak's out, I feel like... I know the offense did better this week, but I just feel like it's a little bit less of a threat. I'm definitely worried about Pollard. He he does look really good, and he looked good last year as well. I guess I thought, uh, or at least I'd heard rumors, you know, Zeke was pretty banged up last year and thought maybe he would come back looking stronger this year. Definitely concerned looking forward, and I think it's probably going to be Miles Sanders moving forward in the next few weeks again until maybe Dak comes back or, you know, if he's facing a particularly tough matchup where, you know, a team really holds running backs mm-hmm. to a pretty few amount of points. Not the worst options. You know, you're not like my mom who is has to lean on Edwards, Alaire, and Jacobs every week. Brett, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I guess moving on from here, um, thoughts about the the our teams kind of moving forward from here i i can start i mean i'm i'm a little concerned about justin herbert he like broke some cartilage in his rib doesn't sound very nice i don't know if that means missing time he's questionable now but that could be a big hit um i i like my team i guess overall i i think i figured out tight end gerald everett seems pretty solid there um but like i kind of want like a third receiver like jefferson and Pittman, i love but I don't want to play Corey Davis. <laughs> Thielen doesn't look great. Um, and I don't have too many options beyond him uh, until Godwin comes back. And then I can try to lean on him too. But um, I don't have too much. I mean, I, I, I got I got some pieces I, I guess I'm happy with. So I'd say I'd give my team my confidence like a, like a B, like a, like a solid B. <laughs> um, but I could definitely use some improvements. How are you feeling? I'd say I'm actually right there with you, probably about a B as well. Um, I had a tougher week in week one and did well this week. You kind of had a great week one and cooled off a bit this week. Um, So I think looking at my team, I've got some talent. I like my players overall. Um, Hoping for, you know, higher upside from McCaffrey. Kyler Murray makes me very nervous, but uh, actually, but yeah, both him and McCaffrey make me extremely nervous, just injury wise or, you know, them tailing off, but. I, again, think they have a great upside. I think receivers-wise, I've got a couple good options. It's just going to be that tough choice every week of who to play. Um, and then defense, I think I've got locked down. I like my kicker, Evan McPherson. Money McPherson. And tight end-wise, uh, Fryermuth, even though, you know, kind of just threw him as a very late-round pick, so I hadn't been picked up. I played Dawson Knox in week one, um, but Fryermuth's been having two good games, two 10-plus point games, and uh, – I think he's going to have that spot going forward. 
I kind of like your teammate. <laughs> All right. It, uh, it's like, like we're explaining, like Amon Ra looks looks great. I mean, Kyler is always one of the, the top QB options. Like it seems like you more or less have the tight end position figured out, or you have one of the you know top six options, it seems like, or he's gonna get a touchdown or whatever that is. And then we're not even mentioning McCaffrey. Like McCaffrey has started off pretty much like as poorly as you would have like thought that he could do. Like he had a hundred yards, which is no touchdown. <laughs> like that's like his baseline. He's got like 14. There's gonna be these games where he gets a lot of receptions, a lot of yards there, and then touchdowns. And he's gonna have like 30 plus point games. And then those are the weeks where I feel like you boom. You're booming when he's got 14 and no touchdown. So that's that's a, it's a pr- I think you're in a pretty good place, man. Yeah, definitely. Uh, this week kind of showed me the light. Definitely some possibility for a good team here. And I'm uh, going to keep my fingers crossed as McCaffrey games are coming. All right. Uh, any any final wrap-up thoughts about our teams, the league? Yes, you you you, you waxed me. So for <laughs> all the all the, the listeners out there that are like, oh, you'll just like bring on somebody that you beat and talk shit. Like, no, <laughs> I got I got whooped. But uh, I, th- I thought that this was a good time to bring a new co-manager on and chat it up and talk about the league and even if i got worked happens you know you you get unlucky with your matchups sometimes i would have beaten like three people in the league but i played bj yeah unlucky there uh i don't know you want to you want to talk up the league for a couple minutes maybe where we might go in future years if there's any changes from your other leagues you'd like to see implemented anything like that do you i mean are there any things that pop pop into mind for you i mean i've liked a lot of the uh the things that we're doing to kind of get more like engagement. I mean, you weren't a part of the uh, the draft this year because uh, you were one of the the four remote people. Um, but it, it was a lot of fun, like being able to be in person for it. It's kind of just like growing. Anytime that we're like more excited about it, just makes it seem like more fun. Um, also, like raise the buy in, so it's it's financially more incentivizing. Um, I, I think that we're doing a lot of like fun things. Like we actually did the punish like a punishment. Um, so I think we're doing the right things. We're moving in the right direction. The fact that we're not like all in the same like geographical space is a little bit of a hurdle. And the fact that we're all not like, like everybody knows me <laughs> and I'm like really tight with everybody, but like, you probably don't know Ryan that well, or, um, like some, uh, like there, there's different connections like throughout the league that I think maybe by doing the podcast or, um, by, getting matched up and maybe doing a trade here or there matching up in the playoffs or something like that we'll uh we'll start to continue to get closer as we uh we get we get get further down there maybe a cup pong matchup down the line gets really heated um oh yeah i guess we didn't mention that dude so this is this is the championship for the cup pong tournament you like you like ran through it man (laughs) and i had to like climb my way through the depths to get to you in the championship what's this what's your secret man you you won the tournament there is no secret i'm gonna be honest each of the prior years i've lost in the first round gotten absolutely destroyed don't know what it was but went on a wicked hot street for uh for a couple of games and uh the last the last two cup pong games to determine the first draft pick or draft choice uh were pretty great i know uh we had a little redemption action going on it was it was eventful it it was really exciting actually. I was in um I was in Rehoboth. We like went down for like Weston had like a break in between like his job and some uh like his schoolwork starting up. So 
we like went down for like a weekend and I was there and I remember I was like sitting on our balcony, like playing the the cup pong game with you and just like, shit, <laughs> like, let's go <laughs> like trying to get all hyped about it. But uh, you did that. And then you picked, uh, well, was it the fifth or third? I picked the fifth spot. My thinking was, you know, snake draft. I don't want to be too high, but then I'm not going to pick again for a long time. Um, but I also figured there was five ish kind of, elite players and wanted to be able to grab one of those um ended up getting McCaffrey which made me a little nervous but I like the upside um as we kind of talked about earlier and I gotta say when I saw you slide into the number four pick I I wasn't too happy because I feel like there's been times in the past you just you're always stealing the guy I want right before me (laughs) yeah I mean it kind of worked out for you I'd, I'd say um getting the fifth pick and then ending up with McCaffrey coming this year. Like I, I, I really like McCaffrey this year. And I, part of my thinking with the fourth pick is that there was like a top four that I wanted, like either of the wide receivers, like Cupper Jefferson and then Taylor or McCaffrey. Like I was fine with any of them. So four seemed like a good spot for that. Um, So yeah, getting, getting McCaffrey after the fifth round. I mean, Weber took Eckler over them. Um, Oh, Cooper Cup was taken over him and then the others. So I'd say it's working out pretty, pretty well. I mean, you were able to kind of build a strong foundation there and get a better second round pick too. Yeah, I'd say that really played out in my favor. Thank you, Weber, for taking Eckler. Um, <laughs> Going to keep my fingers crossed that that one works out for me moving forward in the season. You're doing the right moves. Uh, what, what are you thinking this year? You want, you want to dream big? You think that uh, you're going to keep this run going and, uh, and make, make some splashes and make the playoffs? I hope so. I got to say, uh, first year that I was in the league, I, I believe actually I won it that year on my debut. And I don't know if I've made the playoffs since. So, well, it's the, time the league history is deleted. So, nobody knows. <laughs> like, Weber was now. like, Yeah, I think I won the league like a, a few years back. And I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know last year, Weston won it. Three years before that, I won it. And then the year before that, Weston won it. <laughs> All so, right. We're going to piece this together. Yeah, well, we got we got some competition out here, but uh, it's 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 coming together here. Um, let me uh, let me just take the mic for a second here and talk about uh, the updates for my for my other leagues. Um, it'll be short because it was a bad week across the board last week. I won in every league. It was great, great starts to the week. Um, but this it, it 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 switched. It came back to to reality, and I didn't have terrible weeks in any any league, but I did lose in every every league. So that sucked. Like there, there was there was one league too where I um the my my big baller league where I scored 120 in the same half PPR scoring, but my opponent scored 127. And shout out Epstein, yeah, I guess you know what you're doing or some something like that or got lucky. But that's all besides the point because the Giants are two and zero. We're doing we're doing something right. I I don't know if it's sustainable, but there's optimism, and we've won. So. People might say, oh, it wasn't the best opponents or blah, blah, blah. But we've played shitty teams for the past like five years. And they have not beaten those shitty teams. They've always been the shitty team that people play and they're like easy game. So maybe, maybe. That's what I'm focusing on for this week because I kind of sucked in fantasy. But we'll bounce back. All right. Um, Anything else before I wrap it up here, man? No, I think that's all. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Uh, best of luck to your Giants and best of luck to your fantasy team moving forward. 
I appreciate it, man. Uh, for the for the people, we're gonna keep this going again next week. We got week three of the NFL season coming up, so we'll do the same thing. Uh, get get another week under under the wing of uh, of matchups and recaps and all that stuff, and uh, keep keep it going here. But thanks for coming on, man. This is a lot of fun. Thank you.